Welcome back into the Rob Bro Show with Carson Robinson Talk 1340 News Money Sports. The Major League Baseball draft went on yesterday, and it went on for a long time. And it's still going to go on today. And it's still going to go on today. I think it starts at 10 Central, 11 Central today. Yeah, uh, 9 a.m. It started at noon yesterday, and now it's starting at 10 today. Something like that. Yeah. Anyways, it's going to start rolling here pretty soon. They don't want to start it too early in the Eastern time zone because all those right. West Coast kids are going to get. They don't want to be calling them at six a.m. being right. like, "Hey, bud, even and though so, you want to draft me, you can call me at four a.m." Yeah, I don't, I don't care. care when you call me. Yeah, just leave me a message. Uh, and really, if you're into the fifteenth, <laughs> twentieth round, they probably don't even call you. No, they say they send you. Some of them have said that they send you a text message. Yeah, hey, we're taking you because like, at that point you're not arguing about slot or anything. No. And you're just you, getting a plane ticket yeah. and showing up to rookie ball. Day three, it's like, watch your email, you're going to get a plane ticket. Or <laughs> yeah. in some cases, a bus well, ticket. Well, some, in most cases, the cross-checkers or the regional scouts will text them because they've already been texting them. Um, and so they'll do their due diligence there and get the regional scout to text them or whatever the case may be, especially with the high school kids. College and, kids, and they just call their signs. program. Yeah, Not everyone signs. No, so. no, no. Uh, but you have uh, 30 more rounds today. You had two rounds the first day, which was technically four rounds with the compensatory and the A and the B. Uh, And then you had three through ten yesterday. Three more Red Raiders picked up yesterday. None of them being the one who throws the hardest. Yeah. We'll talk about those. Uh, And then three Texas Tech commits. Yep. So we'll talk about all those today. Was it three or just two? We've got conflicting reports. We'll figure it out. Because I know Michael Harris and Darrell Nervais, her eyes went. But, yeah, the um, kid from uh, El Paso Americas. Yeah, El Paso Americas and then Stockbridge and uh, Georgia. So, uh, And we'll also talk about both these kids were in the top five rounds. And it's not unreasonable that they would stay at Texas Tech. It's not likely. No, um, uh, but Josh Young was drafted in the fourth round. Yeah, and Michael Harris is a guy is a kid who uh, he's listed as a left-handed pitcher, but he can also play a little bit of outfield. Which is what to which is what yeah, Josh which is what Tim Tadlock loves. Yeah, which is what Tim Tadlock loves. Josh Young was a pitcher in high school um, as well. So um, I, I think that you could see Michael Harris come to Texas Tech and kind of decide which way he wants to go with it and and he'll get to he'll get a chance at both because like Kurt Wilson like um John McMillan they both had chances to do both and Kurt's been better in the offensive side of things and John's been better on the mound side of things so um I think that Michael Harris is going to show up on campus I don't know that he'll sign because he can improve his draft stock and he'll he'll be a I believe he'll be one of those 21 year old uh sophomores so because I think he's 19 right now. Um, actually, he's 18 in three months, so I looked at the wrong one. But, uh, yeah, I think he will he might be back, but he got drafted in the third round, so it doesn't look that good. But No, and look, you want these kids to come to Texas Tech because you want Texas Tech to be good. Yeah. Uh, but if it's better for them, mm-hmm. it's also better for the program that you're getting guys to at least – Potentially agree to be well, here. and that's going to be the problem any year that you have all these big time, you know, big recruits coming in. Is that you're going to have kids that get drafted. I mean, that's just how it works out. 
That's how it's always going to work yeah, out. So for sure. you 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 recruit with that in mind, and that's why you put together big classes. And then half of some of these classes will show up on campus in the fall, and they won't. They'll get cut in the fall, and they'll send them to junior college or wherever. So um, it's just one of those things where it all works itself out in the end, and uh, you just have to see which ones stay and which ones go. There was also a junior college prospect, Gunnar Meyer. Yeah, Meyer. Okay. Six six. Yeah. For originally from uh, Winsboro, Texas. Yeah, but he's a right-handed six-six, two-thirty kid who got drafted in the fifth round. He's a JUCO kid. Yeah, and if you go from JUCO in the fifth round, uh, maybe you do try to go one year at D one to see if you can improve your stock. Yeah, I don't know. And and some of them will do that, and then some of them, you know, you've already you've done your JUCO stuff. Do you really want to go start over somewhere else, or would you rather go start in pro ball? and start developing in a sim, in a uh, situation. It depends on what situation you're going into. So are you going to pro ball where they're just telling you, hey, bud, you know, it's going to be hard to make our rosters. It's going to be hard to uh, keep on anywhere after rookie ball because that's why there's a ton of these draft picks. A ton of these kids that are getting drafted this year are just taking the spots of kids that got drafted last year that are no longer playing ma- minor league baseball or pro baseball because they all got cut in spring training. So – um, there's a lot of turnovers, a lot more turnover than anybody wants to think there is too. It's not like if you get drafted, you're guaranteed to play pro ball for four years. I mean, that's not how this thing works. You play rookie ball, you go to the rookie season, you play that season, and then you're either getting cut and released at the end in the middle or right after spring training of the next year. So it's, there's a ton and of turnover. You can't go back to college. No, and you can't go back to college. So you have to be smart about how you play this. Do you trust your talents enough to succeed in pro ball? Do you think you can go off on your own where a coach isn't coddling you? Because college coaches, they do a lot more than pro ball coaches do. I mean, pro ball coaches are managers. They show up to the park whenever they tell you when to be there, when you need to be there. Other than that, there's not a whole lot else that goes on. I mean, it's all on you, dude. And I learned that in the independent leagues too where all these guys that – you know, played minor league baseball. There were some guys that had played in the major leagues. They said, you know, the first thing that you're going to realize is is that everything you do has to be your own work ethic. And that's why the guys that have, you know, good work ethic by themselves make it. And the ones that don't and kind of just – they kind of just taper off. doesn't matter your talent. Everybody's got talent. It's about who works the hardest. That's why I don't think Josh Young's ever going to have a problem. Which is what I was just thinking because every talking point that – uh any announcer that doesn't well, know Texas Tech yeah. has on Josh Young is, oh, yeah, well, he works really hard. And he comes from a coaching. His dad's a baseball coach, was his high school baseball coach. So, obviously, he's a cage rat. He's a, he's a guy that just loves to be at the park. And that's the kind of guy you want to draft, especially in the first round if you're going to pay him that many millions. All right, let's move into the actual Red Raiders who got drafted. Not actual. Yeah, actual. So, I mean, some of these kids are play. actual. They signed. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> uh not to demean those guys, but let's move into the guys who've been here for yeah. a couple of years now. Gabe Holt, first off the board. And we talked yesterday, I think, off air. What would it take, how far would it take to fall before Gabe Holt said, you know what, I'm going to come back one more year. For whatever reason, his hype just wasn't here this year. Uh, his stock has changed for whatever reason. What would it take for him to come back? And you thought he was gone regardless. 
But you got a little iffy around round eight. Yeah. Round ten. I thought five top five rounds or we thought he was going to go. Well, we, th- we thought he would go in round three. Yeah. And then just how it was going, maybe round five. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lasted all the way to seven. And I heard from a source that if before the draft, if Gabe went further uh, down than round four, he would come back to Texas Tech. Yeah. And, and uh, but it, getting drafted in the seventh round yesterday, I think he got good enough slot money that, and this is from another source, that uh, he's not coming back to Texas Tech. Yeah, and that's the thing is that you can get drafted in these late later rounds where they're not going to waste their picks in the top rounds on you, but because they're afraid that you'll come back to to school, but they'll go ahead and pick you up in rounds. Six through ten. Well, if they, they think that you're a good underclassman, Gabe Holt has a lot of leverage here. He's got two more years where he can go back to school for two more years. He could get drafted three times, basically, and and just decide which one he wants to do. Now, obviously, after his, if he came back for two more years, which he won't, um, his senior season he'd be out of you know yeah. strate- strategical. Uh, you know, whatever he's got in his corner isn't working for him so much after you're a senior because you kind of have to go. But right now, he's got all the the uh, the leverage in the world right now, and so a team is probably going to give him more slot money than what that slot value is. Well, they probably called him in the second and third. Yeah, and he said, "Well, you know, I need this. I yeah. need this. I which want is, this." Which is exactly what you're yes. supposed to do. Which is what Caleb Killian did last he's year. He's in a high leverage situation. Which is exactly what Caleb Killian did last year, and he fell far enough, I think, yeah. to round 20, that he said, nah, I'm just coming back to Texas Tech. No, and that's what I would do. Exactly, I don't blame either of these guys. And exactly what Caleb Killian did, he worked a 12-round upgrade mm-hmm. to round 8. Yep. And so you see that big a jump. Uh, Gabe Holt going into the Brewers organization. I like the Brewers organization right now. Yeah, I like the Brewers organization. In They've the really done a good years, job blossoming their talent and uh, getting their young talent, their drafted talent, um into the big leagues and we're seeing a, a kind of a, a switch in that a lot of major league baseball teams are going to the style of the Tampa Bay Rays the, the they Astros. used to, the Houston Astros they those two teams the Houston Astros and the Tampa Bay Rays had the best farm systems in baseball along with the Texas Rangers before they made their um World Series runs those years and then they just sold everybody off to make those World Series runs so that's why their farm system sucks now but it's getting better. So well, the Astros they built have the their worst system. farm system in the world. Yeah. And then took what, four straight, five straight, hundred lost seasons to build it up and they yep. kept it. And that's what and that's what it takes sometimes. You know, you gotta struggle at the top to fill the bottom and for that bottom to rise to the top. I mean, you're talking about guys like George Springer, Carlos Correa, Jose Altuve. Bregman. These are guys Bregman. Well, Bregman didn't really play a whole lot of minor league baseball. Yeah, but he but, was drafted by the yeah, team. Yeah, he was drafted by the team. And so and you're also you're talking about some of these pitchers um, that have come up and been big parts of what the Astros have been doing, especially the bullpen arms. So um in that sense, building teams and people are major league baseball teams are seeing that you don't have to pay billions of dollars like the New York Yankees used to think you had to do to win World Series, and it worked for them at that point. But right now, the Yankees we've seen when was the final time they won a World Series? Was in two thousand nine, nine, 
right? The first year of the new Yankee Stadium. Yeah, but they're now they're on the train. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think it started in 2016. They kind of well, I mean, you look at guys like Aaron Judge, and obviously they made big time deals like Giancarlo Sant. But so have the Astros. They've got Justin Verlander. Um, now it they got like Garrett this, Cole. It, it they was made like the they, big deal for. They did the Stanton deal. Yeah, and then they were like, ah, oh, that's that's not really. We yeah. can't sustain that. But if you so look they at went the and made Yankees. all so they went and made all those deals with the Indians. Yeah. And who else were they dealing with that year where they flipped a bunch of uh, prospects? The Cubs. Yeah, the Cubs. The Cubs. Yeah. yeah, the Cubs. And yeah. then they got Clint Frazier from the Indians. Yes. Yeah. So it was those well, two and deals. They, they got, they got uh, Gleyber Torres Gleyber from Torres. the yeah. Cubs. Yeah. yeah and they, well, they flipped. Uh, and then they got the pitcher back. What's his name? Chapman. Yeah, Chapman. Yeah, Roldis. Yeah. They, they gave him away on a rental. Yeah, they leveraged him. And they re-signed him. To Chicago, yeah. And that was understood. Him as a, a secret agent. That was understood yeah. whenever he went there is that he was going to re-sign with New York, but he wanted to play in the playoffs, and New York was not going to be in the playoffs. And year. he got a ring. Yeah, and he got a ring. Yeah. Almost gave up the ring. So the Brewers. Ring. So the Brewers. He, he really right. did give up the ring yeah. to friggin' Rajay Davis, who turned around a hundred and two and went left center. Yeah, he left didn't. Field. He didn't win the ring. No, he uh, got a ring. He tried to yeah. give it away. Yeah. Uh, anyways, gave Holt to the Brewers. Yeah. Uh, and then Caleb Killian to the Giants in round eight. I like the Giants organization right now. I do even too. Though the thing about the Giants is I just hope that their front office doesn't have a ton of turnover because yeah. they've, they've struggled here the last few years. The, the, New York, the San Francisco New York Giants, they're the old New York Giants. Well, their owners the San Francisco Giants, yeah, he is, have, have been one of those, those clubs that has not changed front office personnel in like 20 years. I mean, Bruce Bochy's been in San Francisco for since they were in Candlestick Park, it seems like, playing there. You know, so, um, I mean, Boach was the manager whenever Barry Bonds was playing. So we're talking years and years of just continuity at the top and the general manager and the scouting department, all these other things. If they well, continue to sustain success. Yeah. And if, but if they continue to struggle and not make the playoffs, you hope that they still continue that because they've, they've had such a good run there. Um, and building and bringing in guys like Tim Lincecum and, and Matt Kane. And and all these, I mean, Brandon Crawford has been one of the best shortstops in the National League when he's healthy um, there in San Francisco. So, um, yeah. Do you know where Bruce Bochy Kelby played? Tomlinson, another Texas Tech Red Raider that played for San Francisco. Oh, and Orlando Garcia is yeah. in the system. Yep. Uh, and there's one more. In the Giants yep. system? Oh, uh, Roger Kieschnick. Kieschnick. Yeah. Yeah. Even before. Yep. You know what? I think he's out of baseball now. When we come back, uh, Taylor Floyd also getting drafted. By the Brewers. In the 10th round by the Brewers. Uh, we talked about the Brewers. Which is nice because Taylor now he and, he and Gabe could go to rookie ball together or they can come back yeah. to Texas Tech together. <laughs> Taylor Floyd is a junior. Yeah. He's staying. Yeah. Well, he's staying. He's, yeah, he's going yeah, to go stay- Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah, he's staying in, the, in, in yeah. Milwaukee. Well, wherever the rookie yeah, ball is. Yeah, wherever rookie I don't ball, know where ball is. Rookie uh, ball speaking of rookie ball, we've got updates on minor league baseball. One big one happened yesterday. Also, just some other guys that are in AA and AAA for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. We'll talk about all that when we come back on the Rob Bro Show with Carson Robinson. Talk 1340 News, Money, Sports. Welcome back into the Rob Bro Show with Carson Robinson. Talk 1340 News, Money, Sports. If you want to call into the show, you can. Just use the curbside car wash call-in line. 770-5326. You can also find Curbside Car Wash, a high-end mobile detail. 
online at curbside-carwash.com. You can also text the show 806-855-3712. Find us on Twitter at Talk1340 at Rob Bro Show at CarRob underscore radio. Or listen to us online, KKM.com. Uh, the big news yesterday, as far as Texas Tech baseball goes, uh, and not related to the draft or the team or the Super Regionals, was Michael Davis getting promoted to double-A. Uh, yeah. Congratulations to Michael Davis. If you would have told me he was the first one out of the 2018 draft class to go to double-A, uh, I would have believed you. <laughs> I mean, that arm and that defense that he plays and the consistency with his bat, I'm not saying he was always great at hitting, but he was always consistent. Uh, and, of course, if you hit 280 at Texas Tech, everyone's like, oh, gosh, Michael Davis, he's not very good. Uh, just because everyone else is hitting 380 <laughs> doesn't mean 280 is not good. Uh, and he's doing basically the same thing he did at Texas Tech at the next level, and that's why they've moved him up. So congratulations to him. Uh, I also did a little research yesterday because – We've talked about it several times that where Red Raiders are across the country and whatnot. Uh, and so I just wanted to update a few other guys. Tyler Nesloni is still at Double A, been at Double A. He's been hurt a little bit this year. Been he hurt. Started he the year just off hurt. he just came off the yeah, IL. The IL. Yeah. Uh, he's in the Braves organization, uh, but he's sitting there in Double A, and he's not in the top thirty prospects for the Braves, but he's pretty close. I bet he's in the top fifty. And so, Tyler Nezzaloni, he's got uh, 20 hits this year and 78 at-bats. He's played twenty. He's only played 22 games this year, though, uh, which is what you've been saying. He's He's been a little hurt. Mm-hmm. Grant Little also on the IL right now. Uh, and then also in AA, Robert Duggar in AA. He's pitched 65 innings this year. He's got a 3.29 ERA and a 107 whip. That's good. It's pretty good. Yeah. He's been Jacksonville. That is good. He's playing for the uh, Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, Rob. And then we have uh Ryan Mosley, also in Double A. He's pitched 29 innings for a 2.73 ERA. And he's been up and down I think a couple of times here Ryan Mosley. Yeah. Um I think he's with, uh, who's the double-A affiliate of the Dodgers? Rancho Cucamonga, maybe? And then we have Jacob Patterson also also in double-A. So another Red Raider in the Texas League with the Tulsa Drillers is Robert is uh, Ryan Mosley. Corey Taylor, triple-A. He's about to get called up, mm-hmm. surely. Gotta be. Uh, and then the last one I wanted to mention, Hunter Hargrove. He's pretty close. He's in A+. Advanced A or whatever you call it. I will take the break here when we come back. Maybe an Aaron Rodgers story. (laughs) He had some good comments yesterday as far as the beer chugging goes. We'll come back. It's the Rob Bro Show at Carson Robinson Talk 13. 40 News, Money, Sports. Welcome back into the Rob Bro Show at Carson Robinson Talk 13. 40 News, Money, Sports. We're going to save the Aaron Rodgers stuff, but I will say Aaron Rodgers is back. I think he's back. He kind of got off because he had the whole feud with McCarthy and everyone hated him. He's not a good teammate. He's not a good leader. Uh, Greg Jennings was blasting him 
All his receivers leaving were blasting him. Randall Cobb had some things to say about how much better the Cowboys are run than the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is back. He's redeemed himself. I saw a deal. You know how they take, like, different parts of a quarterback to make him into one ultimate? It was the complete opposite. And it was like... (laughs) All the worst parts? Yeah, and it was like leadership, Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Collarbone, Aaron Rodgers. You do not want his collarbone. Or Tony Romo's. (laughs) No, not Tony Romo's either. Yeah. It was like Tom Brady's mobility, Nathan Peterman's (laughs) (laughs) decision-making. Oh, that's good. Oh, man. I was asked to do one of those quarterback things the other day. I wasn't asked. I saw it on Twitter. Then I just did it on my own volition. <laughs> but uh, I did one of those quarterback things the other day. And uh, I was thinking about it. And it's like, okay, all right. Patrick Mahomes arm. Tom Brady's like poise. You go Josh Allen's legs. Athleticism. And then it's just like, you know what? Let's just throw it all the way and take Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is the perfect quarterback. Yeah, we'll just go ahead and pass on all that. Yeah. And we'll just take the one that actually has all of those traits. Now, that's in like a vacuum in a perfect world. Real life happens, but. Yeah. Of course, there's things he can improve on. The whole thing now is uh, what's his regression going to be? What's Patrick Mahomes' regression going to be? Because now he's going to have a sophomore slump. Even though as a sophomore, he won rookie of the year and. Should have should have been his year. rookie season. Yeah. So now as a uh, a third year player, that's isn't he going to have a sophomore slump and suck this year? That's the whole that's the whole talking point. No, he's not. That's the problem I have with the NFL is that you're a rookie even if you don't set foot on the field in a you know in Major League Baseball you can be a rookie still even if you've played like a quarter of a season in September and then the next year you start off with the big club and you're still a rookie and then you can win rookie of the year. Even though you've already got major league at bats and major league experience. So here's the whole worst possible quarterback. We'll see if we can uh, make it worse. We got Kirk Cousins clutchness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was another one where it was like freeze this frame and this is the quarterback you have with two minutes. Yeah, left. I saw that. All right, so I did that too. I, I paused it. It was Kirk Cousins. I was like, oh, I'm doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> I paused it again. It was uh, uh, oh, uh, Lamar Jackson. I was like, oh, great, he can't throw. I paused <laughs> mine, like and it was Tom Brady. I was like, yeah, I'm living yep, right. There it is. First time. First time I was like, well, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not using this again. After like five or six quarterbacks, and, I finally got Baker Mayfield. And I, I like, thought okay. about just screenshotting it and being like, look who I found. But then everybody would be like, oh, you went through that 15 times. I yeah. swear. I would never yeah. lie about getting Tom Brady because I'm not a real big Tom Brady fan. But the best ever. I'll take him as my guy. Well, on the, with the game on the line, I got to go score. All right, so here's uh, continuing the worst possible quarterback. Nathan Peterman's decision-making. <laughs> Cam Newton's post-game attire. How is Nathan Peterman an NFL quarterback? I just uh, don't understand he how he – yeah. Is he still on the team? Yeah, he got traded with to the Raiders. Uh, I can't remember where he went to, but yeah, sure. I think I, he's with the Raiders now. Uh, Kyler Murray's height. <laughs> Eli Manning's arm strength. We could throw Chase Daniels' height in there, too, because yeah. he, I think he's shorter than Kyler Murray. Uh, Lamar Jackson's accuracy. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers' leadership, uh, Tom Brady's mobility, and RG3's knees. <laughs> I mean, Aaron Rodgers' leadership won him a Super Bowl at least once. So, Not There's so much it. stuff that comes out about Aaron Rodgers. And I don't know like how much and... of it is true. 
Well, it comes I like his, out, it I comes like his, from a uh, lot of people. I like his State Farm commercials. Those are funny. He's yeah. a funny guy. Yeah, he and Clay. No, I don't know. I I just don't know about uh, Aaron Rodgers. Anyways. I mean, if you want to find the worst quarterback in the NFL or make one, all you got to do is just go ask Nathan Peterman to suit up for you. Yeah. He is the worst. He might be the worst of all time. Because Lamar Jackson makes Nathan Peterman – I mean, Nathan Peterman makes Lamar Jackson look like the greatest quarterback of all time if you put him up to next to each other. Be like, what? This guy's an NFL guy? That guy must be really good. He's like all pro next to Nathan Peterman. Of course, I guess I could probably be all pro next to Nathan Peterman. No, I, I don't do, know. You'd probably throw just as many interceptions coming in. No, all I got to do is complete a couple passes, score a touchdown, and that's something Nathan Peterman can never do. I could throw a deep route at least. In the NFL? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> give me like sure. three seconds of protection. You give me the cheater running down the sideline or Jakeem Grant. You think that you could complete a 25-yard pass in the NFL? For sure. With three seconds? For sure? Yeah. For sure, for, for sure. sure, for sure, yeah. With Von Miller breathing down your neck? Yeah, I'll take the hit. I like it. Oh, you, oh okay. You'd, you'd stay in, take the hit, chunk of 20. Hell yeah. 25-yard pass. How much money are we talking here? I'll take a hit from Von Miller for a certain amount of Le- cash. League minimum. Okay. Yeah, 500000 Sign me up. <laughs> I'll take. I'll just let him hit me for $500,000. How about that? With no pads. Von Miller and all of his pads, me and none. I'll let him hit me for five hundred. Well, yeah. With well, I chunk a pass. Do I have to complete it? Just take a hit. If I, mean, I yes, if I if it. I don't complete it, do I get half? No, you don't get anything <laughs> if you don't complete okay, it. Okay, I'll still complete it. It's all right. I I have I have very good. Uh... I'd make a deal with the receiver and tell him to drop it. <laughs> you probably would, you snake. <laughs> that would be you. And then we'll split the money. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh. If you just drop this pass, I'll give you half. I'll take the other half. Uh, let him get hit hard. We'll all go home happy. Is that my voice? Yeah. I don't know. It might be a little higher than that. Hey, we man. Yeah, text off the text line. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, the chat also saw the graphic that we were talking about, and I did leave one off, but I'm not going to say it on air. What graphic? Uh, the, the worst quarterback of all time graphic. Oh. There was one that was inappropriate. Oh, Brett Favre. No. <laughs> Same area. Oh. Uh, and then uh, the chat also says Carson. No, you could not. Oh, I could. No, you, uh, the chat never saw me play quarterback in JV football. That's because your, yeah, your brother started over you. No, he didn't. He was hurt, remember? No, I don't I came that. in and threw three touchdowns. Ah, the Tom uh, Brady effect. Against, yeah, uh, exactly. against um, I, I don't remember who it was against. I just remember I just O'Donnell? was chunking dimes. Was it O'Donnell? Yeah, sure. I don't remember. The Screaming Eagles? It was the only game I ever played quarterback in, and uh, I retired they, going out on top. And then they went to a six-man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I think they lasted a few Beat more years. Beat them so years. bad. Yeah. No, they lasted a few more years. Yeah, O.J. Hunter. Dude was quick. Tre- Trevor Halfman. Oof. <laughs> Anyways. Big dude. Nobody cares about that. Uh, let's take another break here. It's the Rob Bro Show with Carson Robinson. 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 When did my last name change? Ramadan? I guess it doesn't matter now because... uh, You mean Ramadan? Because... uh, Some good food during that month. Hold on. Hold on. What's his name? It was over on Monday. Enos Cantor? Enos Cantor, yeah. Yeah. From Turkey. Yeah, it was like 
fasting. Yeah. During during the, yeah. Yeah, you fast and you can only eat when the sun goes down. Right. Yeah. Or drink. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's just playing the whole game without drinking water. Yeah, that would suck. Uh, Robert Wright says, we need to set up a day for Carson to try this against the Texas Tech defense. Works now, I didn't say anything about Texas Tech defense. <laughs> <laughs> I think you get a little uh, more, uh, nothing against the Texas Tech defense, but it's a little easier to connect on a pass against the the Texas Tech defense than, let's say, the Broncos. I mean, I don't know why nobody has faith in themselves or in me. I can throw a pass. It's not that hard. I'm talking about game action, completing a pass in the NFL. Yeah, and you're talking about me with an NFL offensive line, too. And a receiver that can get open. I ain't throwing it if he's not open. Now, if you're, I'll take the sack. If you're I'll just eat a, it. Actually, you know what? I will like Lamar Jackson DeAndre, it and run for a touchdown. DeAndre Hop- <laughs> They couldn't see me behind the line anyways. You're going to get five yards, pull that <laughs> hammy, and it's over. Oh, dude, the hammy's shot. Yeah. I would definitely – I'm talking about I like – I don't know if you have the arm anymore. Uh, yeah, my arm's pretty good. Just ask all the uh, the guys that run on me in beer gut league softball. They don't run on me anymore. Can't throw a football submarine. Oh, I don't throw submarine. That really does hurt. Yeah. The elbow's not as good as Old it used Darren to. Darren O'Day over here. Yeah. Bolton Summer of Fun is underway on Talk 1340. Make this the best summer ever with a fun-filled road trip. Head off to Schlitterbahn, Six Flags Over Texas, or visit scenic Red River, New Mexico. Each week, one winner receives tickets for four to a winning destination, plus a $200 cash card and a $100 Bolton's gas gift card. Download the Talk 1340 app in the Apple App Store or in Google Play. And then turn on notifications for your chance to enter. We're giving away 10 trips and all the summer fun with Bolton Oil and Talk 1340. We'll hit the break here when we come back. We'll wrap up the first hour. We'll also talk about Texas Tech track and field. Who's getting it on this weekend? It's the Rob Bro Show with Carson Robinson, Talk 1340 News, Money, Sports. Welcome back into the Rob Bro Show with Carson Robinson, Talk 1340 News, Money, Sports. So uh, during the break, Carson backed off about the touchdown throwing just a little bit. He was saying I didn't say, you didn't say touchdown. Athletic, you said completion. Prime athletic Carson could have done it, but not now. Well, you know, this this Carson would need to get stretched. Okay. Um, so yeah. g- you're telling me, give, give you a training camp. Yeah. You could go into a game. Yeah, sure. You give me like a three-month area to work on getting myself back into shape. Actually, I probably only need like a month. I'm not that old. <laughs> Come on. You know what? Give me two weeks. Give me a new good knee brace. <laughs> I'm good to go. Oh, man. I I want to see you try. I'd be down with it. Of course, I haven't seen you throw since high school, so. My arm feels fresh these days, Rob. Think about it. Don Terry Poe. I think I could go back and really do like the Darren O'Day thing. Well, and go, Don Terry Poe had a trick play. I could go do the, uh, the, the Darren O'Day thing and uh, go play in a men's league somewhere and get picked up by somebody and then, uh, you know. Have a career out of it. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I couldn't throw I just, a strike to save my life if they wanted me to right now. Oh, neither could I. Neither could I. But I'm not claiming I could throw touchdowns. But you want in me? The you want me? I didn't say touchdowns. I didn't say touchdown. I said a completion. That's all you said. One uh, so twenty yard you go completion. One for forty five in the NFL. Oh hell yeah! And I'd be okay with that. <laughs> 
And I'm not talking. I got talking my one like completion. Slant. You said a deep route. Yeah, give me like a deep out. A deep out? Yeah, all I'm the good way to the that. sideline. Yeah, hash to hash. Because even if I throw it to the, all, I got to do is throw it to the sideline. And if he doesn't catch it, it's not my problem. It is if you're trying to get a completion. Yeah, but I ain't gonna throw a pick on the sideline either. Oh, actually, you know what? Give me a deep out and up. I'll take that. We'll go to the house for six. I I would pick like a post. Nah, posts are too hard, man. It's easier They're to easier to cover in the NFL these days. Because you always got that guy over the top. Well, I'll call the defense. I'm calling engage eight. Okay. That way you can have the post open. Okay, yeah, give me the post open. I'll take that. I'll go cover one. I'll just chunk Bring one. Bring the safety. I'll just chunk one. Cover zero. Let Jakeem run underneath it. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not running cover three. Just don't give me the Miami Dolphins offensive line. <laughs> Please, God. <laughs> don't give me that. Give me the Dallas Cowboys offensive line. With a with a healthy Travis Frederick. With Amari Cooper? Yeah. Okay. I'll take that deep. Anyways, this is the Rob Bro Show with Carson Robinson. This is uh, completely hypothetical. I'm saying no. Carson says yes. And that's how it's going to end. I mean, we'll who doesn't have confidence in themselves? Though. I could not do that. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of confidence. Maybe it's just I'm not, and I'm not being conceited. I'm just saying I could complete a pass. One pass. I think Tucker thinks he could catch a pass in the NFL. Oh, I could definitely catch a pass for sure. I got hands like. So you think you can get open in the NFL? I think I could. Whenever I ref around Friday nights, I'll be sticking one hand up there and just grabbing one out of the air when they throw it in the middle, and the kids are like, see, "Oh, did you see like, the, <laughs> what? Did you, you see can't the left, do that? Did you see the left-handed umpire uh, in the college or in the the regionals this weekend? No, I didn't. I don't remember who it was. He was." Was he was he chalking him back, man. No, was he? He was oh, like, tossing him hard. He was tossing him hard, man. That's that's how like I was whenever was like I taking his glove off and rubbing his hand. He's <laughs> chalking him back in there. After I got done playing, I came back and I umpired for like a year, and uh, I'd be chunking it back to the pitcher. And one of them looked at me like, "What the heck, man? What are you doing?" <laughs> My bad. Just started handing it to the catcher like after doing that. Like long toss, yeah, there, yeah. chunking fastballs at him. <laughs> got to keep that arm warm, Rob. Off season. <laughs> it's part it's of my throwing program. Now, yeah. It's part of my throwing program. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I always hate of, it when I'm Speaking of that, the uh, NCAA regionals, the College World Series in softball wrapped up last night. UCLA uh, beating Oklahoma in a walk off. And I'll tell you this as a guy who didn't grow up watching a ton of softball, I'm kind of falling in love with college softball in the last couple of years. It's exciting. Especially See, in the postseason and in conference play, if you're getting in and watching college softball, it's it's really hard to get a hit. But when they do, it's exciting and it's base to base and it's compact. You're hitting home runs. The double plays are crisp. Softball's fun, man. And you know, I started liking softball. Obviously, my sister played it for forever after um, little league baseball and everything. Kaylee was always playing softball, and so. Um, you get around it and, and you know, and you like watching, I liked watching it, but then I coached it at Lubbock Christian with my dad at Lubbock Christian high school. And if I had to coach baseball or softball, I love baseball, but the game of softball, it's, it's, uh, it's fun because there's more X's and O's that go into it a little bit more than baseball. And it's such a high level yeah. at the D1 level Especially because the that's basically level. the yeah. highest level you get. Yeah. And there are professional I mean, leagues. Dresco Hartwell the, went on yeah. to a professional league. Yeah, they have the professional league here in, in the United States. And it's getting bigger, but like in Japan, softball's huge. The highest level in America that you can like watch consistently. Yeah. 
D1 and, and all the best If athletes, you haven't been fun. to Oklahoma City for the softball World Series, you should go. Maybe we try to do that next year. It's awesome. Maybe Texas Tech will be there. Maybe. We'll be back in the second hour. It's the Rob Bro Show at Carson Robinson Talk 1340 News Money Sports. We'll get to track. We'll get to Aaron Rodgers. We'll get to tidbits. We'll be back. You can also follow us on Twitter at Talk1340, at Rob Bro Show, at CarRob underscore radio. Uh, two of those are great follows. I'll let you decide which two. Mine and whichever other one you said. <laughs> you really don't listen to me ever, do you? No, not really. Uh, you can also <laughs> get us on online, kkm.com, or on the app, the Talk1340 app. Uh, Carson, why don't you take us through what's going on with uh, track and field, West Kitley, uh, on the prowl this weekend, uh, and maybe just uh, what expectations we have for the track and field program the next uh, couple of weekends. Yeah, I mean, you got 19 uh, student on the men's side. You have the 19 athletes there, which is the most among any of the teams at the uh, national meet this weekend, uh, which runs through today through the 8th. Uh, the prelims start today, so... Um. Yes, yeah, so you got nineteen, eighteen guys that co- are competing for it, but nineteen factoring in uh, Axel Hubert, who's your decathlete. So lots of chances for points and scoring. And so for Coach Kitley's squad, you're you've been ranked what number one for the last nine weeks, ten weeks, something like that. So uh, and if you stretch it back in the indoor season, yeah, a long time. So trying to win a national championship here for Coach Kitley. And they have chance. They have the the best chance because you have the most athletes there out of anybody else there in Austin. Um, so now it just comes down to execution of the events. Um, you know, staying staying healthy throughout the events because we saw it in the indoor national championships where some guys were were down with injury. So we'll we'll see. You know, you got Norman Grimes who qualified in the uh, the four hundred hurdles, I believe. Divine and Andrew Hudson qualified for the hundred meter, two hundred meter, and the four by. 100 so um then jonah keck and vincent crisp um they're in the 800 so those are guys to watch out for i think crisp is a guy who he's been to the national meet every single year and so he knows how to get it done here and the good thing is they only had to go to austin texas for this national meet it's not like you know used to to oregon used to it was in oregon every single year really so um at the night track and field complex so um Tech has a – they have a really good chance. I wish we could have got Coach Kitley or someone from his staff on, but just fell by the wayside. But uh, they're, well, they they're competing today. They there with the track in Austin. Yeah, and they do, and that's that's a good thing. You know, they were at the Texas Relays just a few weeks ago. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a good weekend for Texas Tech track and field, and hopefully they can bring the national championship back to Lubbock and, and – uh, keep that number one ranking here whenever it really matters, which is at the end of the year, because that's the goal at every season. When you're ranked number one to begin the year, you want to be ranked number one at the end of the year too, because that means you've won a national championship. So uh, I I think that Texas Tech has a very good chance of doing that here in the men's track and field. And the women have have, uh, some athletes there as well. So. And not only are you trying to win a team championship, you're also trying to get some national titles for individual guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Divine Oduduru, Andrew Hudson, Axel Hubert. Yeah. I think those three guys have really good shot 
Uh, and then well, you also I mean, Norman, have some jumpers. Norman Grimes in the 400. He's got a really good chance of uh, doing something there in the 400 the hurdles. hurdles. Yeah. yeah. Very uh, good hurdle. And running. then you have Odane Lewis and Charles Brown. Yeah. Who both, the triple jump and the long jump, mm-hmm. uh, get some action there. Yeah, and then Jack Benninghoff, or Jake Benninghoff, excuse me, um, the high jump. So uh, a lot of good, you know, auxiliary events is what I guess you call them the field events um, for Texas Tech as well as the sprinters and the distance runners and all those things. So it's going to be fun to watch this weekend. I think it's on Flow TV. Um, I don't know if or ESPN might be televising it. I'm not sure. Oh yes, surely they will. Somewhere, they'll they'll do the finals yes. at least. I think yes. the the prelims and the qualifiers are on Flow TV. Um, it says events will be streamed via ESPN. So there you go. At Mike A. Myers, it's kind of funny how it's called Mike Myers Stadium, huh? Not the Mike Myers from Austin Powers. No, not him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then the women have five qualifiers as well here uh, this weekend. Yeah, so starting it's live now. Mm-hmm. So if you start yeah, now, you today. can do. Uh, oh no, that's the SEC. NCAA men's and women's that starts at six thirty, uh, and then you have Friday at seven thirty, Thursday at eight. It's all on there. Mm-hmm. ESPN. It's all over ESPN three, ESPN two. So if you want to watch track and field, the Nationals, just check out your uh, watch ESPN app. It'll all be on there. And the men's finals are all going to be on Friday. So they're on Friday. The women's are on Saturday. Uh, and you look at this track and field team. I mean, the men, like half of them are seniors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not only do you have a really good chance this year with some some poise and some people who have been here before and some guys who have already won national titles, but you're also looking at this and saying, yeah, we have a lot of new kids coming in next year, but this is a really good shot for the team yeah. uh, to do something they haven't done uh, under Wes Kitley. Yeah, and that'll that that's what it comes down to is as a team, you feel like you have a lot more to accomplish here than you have um even in the indoor season, you thought you were going you had a good chance at winning a national championship and just because of injuries going into the national meet, you just weren't able to have the ta- to have the uh the team the talent, yeah. go down there. You had the talent, you just weren't able to take the talent to the national meet. And that's what this comes down to is being able to get bodies in the national meet. And then obviously you got to qualify for the finals, but staying healthy throughout the qualifiers and then into the finals and just scoring, you've got to be able to score. And so, uh, I think they're in a great position right now. Like I said, with 19 athletes, um, Axel in the, in the decathlon and he's got a real chance in the decathlon to gain a lot of points too. That could be a big time, um, point, giver right there for Texas Tech. And then the four-by-one um, is one of those two that they could win the national championship in the four-by-one if they just run a good race. And yeah, there's, so, there's no prelims in the decathlon. You just go no, and do it. No, you just go and do it. Yeah, there, I mean, you can't have prelims yeah. in the decathlon. You'd and, have and dead that athletes. Starts, and that starts today. <laughs> they talk about not being able to stay healthy. I don't <laughs> right. think anybody can run two decathlons yeah. in three days. Uh, so you have uh, at 12 o'clock they run the 100 meters, and that starts yeah. off, and that's today. Yep. Yeah, uh, and the, then uh, at four o'clock you have the four by one hundred, and that's the mm-hmm. prelim start on that. Yep. So, um, yeah, Axel's got his his work cut out for him this weekend. But the uh, the one I'm looking forward to is the the sprints with Divine and Andrew, and then obviously the four by one hundred relay, which is hopefully going to be the fastest in the country this year. Yeah, and by Friday morning we'll already know uh, if he's a champion or not. Yep. 
uh, we'll know a pretty good idea of what Texas Tech needs to do on Friday to win a national mm-hmm. title. Exactly. So, um, and then as the, the the points start coming in on Friday, obviously all the finals because it's on TV and going to be televised. And I think it'll be prime time. But um, the lesser event—I don't want to call them the lesser events. The less exciting events of the mile, the long distance runs. Those will all be earlier. Yeah, this says starting at seven thirty-two. Okay. The finals, and that's just—it's the scheduled start time. Yeah, and those will be your sprints and yeah, and uh, you know relays and all those things. The long jump, the high jump—they'll have all that during the, the day. Steeplechase, most likely. Yeah, the steeplechase will be during the day. <laughs> all right, that's a fun event to watch. By the way, it always is. Uh, we'll take the break here when we come back. We'll get into our tidbits. We'll finally get back on uh, Aaron Rodgers. All that and more when we come back on the Rob Bro Show at Carson Robinson. Talk 1340 News. Money, sports. Question for you. Welcome back into the Rob Bro Show with Carson Robinson. Talk 1340 News. Money, sports. Before we get into the tidbits, I want to read you a little something from our sponsor. Uh, and if you're if you're getting married, if you're planning on getting married, if you just want to have a party and film it, or uh, get a DJ, whatever you want to do, these guys can do it. Contact Contract Creative, Creative Wedding Films, at creativeweddingfilms.com. The experienced and award-winning team at Creative Wedding Films have captured the moments at hundreds of weddings. After the cake, cookies, and champagne are gone, the memories remain. Capture them with Creative Wedding Films. C-R-E-8-I-V-E WeddingFilms.com. You can also call Carly 470-5619. They DJ. They film your wedding reception. It's, it's a handcrafted video experience that they provide. They're booking now through 2020. They can handle it. They can do it for you. Creative Wedding Films. Just Google it. They're the top result. Uh, Let's get into the tidbits. Tucker, take it away. All right, I guess we'll start in the MLB. Uh, Apparently, a bunch of umpires got hurt last night. (laughs) I saw one of them get hit in the chest. Three umpires left their respective games with injuries. Yeah. Uh, Two in the same game, I believe. Mike Everett, Tom, Tom Hallion left. From the White Sox Nationals games, Everett left in the game after being struck in the chest by a pitch. Good 95 mile an hour fastball. Yeah, that's the one I saw. Wait, so the catcher missed that it? That was untouched yeah, by Trey like... Turner or catcher James McCann in the third inning. Did uh, he get crossed up or what? Not a clue. How did he get crossed up? Uh, Hallion was forced to leave the game between the Giants and the Mets soon after he was hit in the mask by a foul ball. Ooh, those and then another too. one, Scott Barry left a game between the Marlins and the Brewers with apparently an, a, leg, a leg injury. Now, if you're a, an umpire, do they have a... A backup yes. umpire there on the crew? Ooh. But they don't have two backup umpires. No, I don't know that they have a backup umpire. They I have, think somebody just takes over their responsibility yeah. on so top of theirs. So they were down to two umpires there in the uh, the game where two left. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, three. I don't know. There's not five umpires. There's a four-man crew normally. Yeah. Yeah. Either five, way. five umpires. 
Either way, uh, some scores from they the MLB. They still wouldn't get it right. <laughs> no. No, they wouldn't. Uh, some scores from the MLB last night. Uh, we'll just start. I'm sorry to bring this up, but the Rangers yeah, and the Orioles. To the freaking Orioles. Yeah. Uh, at home, too. We've been talking about how good they were at home. It was 12-5 to going into the ninth inning. The Rangers Drew Smiley scored. had a 40-pitch Well, first Drew Smiley's inning. got a 7 ERA. Yeah, anyways. Uh, the Rangers scored six runs in the bottom of the ninth inning and they just tried. can't get the other one to go across, and they lose 12-11. to 11. They made it interesting. <sighs> Drew Smiley, man. we got to find something else. Uh, the Astros continue to win. They beat the Mariners 11-5. to 5. Good for them. Blue Jays beat the Yankees 4-3. Uh, the Red Sox beat the Royals 8-3. to and the Athletics beat the Angels 4-2. The NBA, the Lakers apparently are adding Lionel Hollins as an assistant coach after they've already made Jason Kidd the highest paid assistant coach in the NBA. I saw Avery jo- uh, Avery Johnson was interviewing with, as some assistant for some assistant jobs. Really? Did he leave Alabama? Yeah. Yeah, he's he been fired. gone from Alabama for a couple years. Mm, uh, who who'd Alabama hire? Oates? Yeah. From Buffalo? Probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the guy that... Yeah. 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 Could have easily gone the other way. <laughs> Great radio. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, that guy, yeah. Oh, I yeah. forgot about this with baseball, but Andrew McCutcheon tore his ACL in a Ooh. rundown and will miss the rest of the season. Yeah, I saw that. That's you hate sad, to see it. man. That and, and at that point in your career... Uh, now, ACLs have... They're not what they used to be. Uh, even in the last five years, it seems like guys are coming back from ACLs at just like a more rapid rate. But when you're that old, <laughs> yeah, and no, he it's is, true. Yeah. He's over 35. Uh, no, he's not. 32. What? Yeah, he's 32. Yeah, he's 32. But I mean, really, he was, he's only 32. Yeah, he was hitting 256 with 10 home runs, 29 RBI. Seems like he's been around in forever. A, in a National League high, 43 walks. It's the it was. He's also in his first year of his 50 million dollar three year contract. Man, the Phillies were really just starting to come together, too. Well, they got uh, Jay they got Bruce, Jay, Yeah, they got Jay Bruce. He had a grand slam last night. Which is a different kind of hitter than uh, Andrew McCutcheon. A different kind of fielder, too, as well. Uh, but, hey, if he's going to go out and play, what is he, left fielder? Yeah, outfielder. That gives him some pop. It does. Yeah. I think he – didn't he also play, like, first base or something at one point? Probably. He's that kind of guy. Yeah, not not a very mobile person. Yeah, he's He's more of a DH. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, the New England Patriots lose another tight end. They cut Austin Safarian Jenkins on the first day of camp. That's because Gronk wants to come back. Well, listen. Don't I don't know. Don't up there, Rob. <laughs> Tucker's going to have an aneurysm. In There's there. always something behind the scenes there with the Patriots. Apparently, he was, I don't know, he, has to, he was going to take some time off for family yeah. stuff. Yeah. Until the Patriots were like, ah, we'll just cut you. Yeah, he needed like three weeks or something. something yeah. So they were like, okay, well, maybe we'll re-sign you in three weeks. Yeah. I mean, Ben Watson's already out the first four games. Now, I, yeah, not an answer at tight end except for Rob Gronkowski if he the ever good comes news, back. The good news about uh, the Patriots is they can put anyone anywhere and be successful. I mean, if they want to go an inline tight end, just put the your sixth offensive lineman in there. Uh, and otherwise, you're just going four wide or ten personnel or whatever you want to do to to eliminate the the roster move. And then whatever else you got, yeah, for tidbits. Uh, two more tidbits. Aaron Rodgers this week responds to all the quarterbacks who think they can chug better than him. 
<laughs> because after Aaron Rodgers couldn't chug a, a beer, uh, Matt Stafford, Mitch Trubisky, Patrick Mahomes. and Patrick Mahomes all came out with their own chugging videos. Uh, and he's he says, you know, it's cute, basically, uh, that these guys think they can do something better than me, finally. <laughs> Which with Trubisky and uh, Stafford, dead on accurate, they can't do anything better than uh, Aaron Rodgers. Would you like to know the times of the chugs? Oh, somebody went and timed out the chugs? Yes. Now, this is going to be a little weird because they're all different sized beers. Well, so we have Stafford, Trubisky, Mahomes, Rodgers, and Brady. Okay. And Brady, 2.71, has a little asterisk. With a full pint. And it says left a little bit at the bottom. Oh, no. <laughs> he would be the cheater. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Stafford, 3.61 seconds. For a, an even bigger. Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky, 4.05 seconds. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, 5.27. From a can. And Aaron Rodgers, DNF. <laughs> that one's good. Tom Brady should be DNF if he had a stuff Yeah, you can't leave it in the bottom. If there's something left, it doesn't count. It upset him whenever he didn't finish. He, he noticed he had some left at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, I bet it did. Then he just went and looked at all of his rings on his counter. Yeah, it doesn't like, matter ah, how much. Screw you, it. If you already have a Super Bowl <laughs> ring. I'm already better than Aaron Rodgers anyways. Hey, Aaron, I got seven more rings than you. Six. I'm just kidding. I'm oh, yeah. Oh. Five. Seen into the future. You're right. Yeah, five more rings. Yeah, five more rings. So six. I also he have seen into the rings, future. But Aaron has one. So. Uh, I do want to update the transfer portal uh, in and out of Texas Tech. Uh, four quarterbacks out. McLean Carter, Caleb Griffin, Colt Garrett, Nick Gerber. All those guys leaving. Of course, McLean Carter signs with Rutgers. Uh, DeLeon Ward out. Of course, he left during uh, spring football for whatever reason. Uh, coach's decision, I think. Corey Fulcher also out, but predetermined. Uh, and then Joseph Wallace out, predetermined. Cody Wheeler out, offensive lineman. Uh, Gio Pancotti signs with Houston over the weekend. Welcome back into the Rob Bro Show. About to start singing in a second, man. We're back. Having a good time this morning. Such a good song. I'm gonna close my eyes and lean back for a while. The shine down, the shine down version of that is really good too. It is. <laughs> it's I'm really good. <laughs> really good. Did you, have you heard their new single? They've been playing it. Shine down. Yeah, they've been playing it at Dan Law Field. Yeah, they got a couple. They got a new album coming out in 2019. They got a new single come out. They played it at Dan Law Field this weekend. It's really good. Me and uh, old Cody Plank were sitting there listening. We're like, wait, is this Shine Down? So I speakers are so loud. I shazammed it. I could only list uh, two Shine Down songs, and the cover is one of them. Simple Man cover. Yeah, and the other one is uh, 45. Yeah, it's such a good song, though. That's good. Hey, that might be my uh, Friday banger. We don't need you singing, of course. Uh, well, I would have Just to be loud. Yeah. Uh, Bolton Summer Fun is underway on Talk 1340. Make sure this is the best summer ever by winning one of these trips. You can go to Schlitterbahn. You can go to Six Flags Over Texas. You could win a trip to scenic Red River, New Mexico. Each week, one winner receives tickets for four to a winning destination plus a $200 cash card and a $100 Bolton's Gas gift card. Download the Talk 1340 app in the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and then turn on notifications for your chance to enter. 
We're giving away 10 trips in all. These summer fun with Bolton Oil and Talk 1340. Uh, you can also call into the show 770-5326 or the text line 806-855-3712. The phone number, as always, brought to you by uh, Curbside Car Wash. Up next is the Raiderland with Ryan Hyatt. I I guarantee he's got some good stuff today. I wonder if the shark made a made a surface appearance. I don't know. You know, I think uh, I think I jinxed Miss Costa. By the way, I just need to come clean on air. Uh, she pinged on the twenty fourth after pinging pretty much every day for a week, and then I wrote a blog about her, and uh, I think she got spooked. hasn't hasn't pinged since my blog. So if I ruined the you killed her, Rob. You killed her. I, she read it. She got a little embarrassed, I guess. I ruined the shark expedition of the summer. Or just the, uh, how does that song go that all the little kids like? Do, do, Baby do, shark? Do, yeah, maybe the daddy shark ate the mama shark. Maybe so. She was on a collision course with the old Caroline or whatever her name is. You have to take a big shark. <laughs> yeah, one Caroline bigger. So maybe Caroline wanted to be mama shark. That's right. She didn't want old Costa to be the... Costa, Costa, how are you saying? Oh, we got some good days today, by the way. Uh, it's National Gingerbread Day. Oh. You big, like gingerbread? Big time gingerbread fan. Uh, I know, like the ginger snaps. You know, ginger snap cookies are yeah. good for your more digestive a, system. Yeah. More of a you fan eat a of cookie the man. night, you're good to go. More of a fan of the man. Same thing. Are you? Are you? Are you That's what a, I've heard, uh, by the way, Tucker. Uh, National Running Day. <laughs> I don't know uh, who's going to be running in here. I ain't going to be running. Well, you need to warm up. Uh, you got the training camp. Well, I just so got to warm up the NFL. You know? Warm up the Oh, you arm. don't need to be running around. No, okay. I'll just sit in that pocket, man. It's also National Moonshine Day. You guys into moonshine? Oh, I love me a good moonshine. Have you ever had one? Moonshine? Yeah. Yes. Well, I know you have. Tucker, have you had moonshine? Tucker seems Have you ever like, had real moonshine? Yeah, Tucker seems like the guy that would drink moonshine and, like, cough after he drinks it just because it's too strong for him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you mean like a normal person? No, I don't cough when I drink moonshine. You go, whoa, okay. Yeah, that one. If yeah, I remember the first good. drink, it burns going down, but it feels so good. Carson, you're the guy. Burns guy's so like, good. Mm, that's like a hundred proof right here. What do we got? Are you shaking the? No, I'm the guy. The I'm the guy that didn't know moonshine was like straight, just liquor in a bottle. I'm like, uh, oh, it's gonna taste like vodka. Nope. It's also nope, it's also nope. National Veggie Burger Day. Yeah, so, I'm out. Uh, good for you, Carson. Out on that. Yeah. Do you have a fact of the day? I don't do vegetables, much less a veggie burger. Do you have a fact of the day, Tucker? I don't know, maybe. Strictly meat and potatoes. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm not friends with you right now, bro. <laughs> Me? Yeah, I got that dig a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what you're upset about? Not that's about what you're mad about. Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm mad about. Yeah. Uh, oh, all right. Man. Once you become president of the United States, <laughs> you can no longer drive on public roads. What? As the president? Or As ever? the president. Ever. Again. You just have to drive in one of those limos that has yeah. like the 15 or you get, inches of steel or you get drove you and death. Or you get driven. Yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd be down with that. Yeah, you can drive me around all you want. Screw driving. Tucker would be down with getting driven too. Driving's for poor people. And we're all poor. We'll be back tomorrow. It's the Rob Bro <laughs> Show with Carson <laughs> Robinson. Talk 1340. <laughs> I don't know if Tucker will be here. He might quit after <laughs> he got, Look at that look, dude. The Raider if, lands up next. If eyes could cut through glass. We'll be back I, tomorrow. Peace.